Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to episode 102 of Wings, Beers, and Tears, your favorite DMV sports podcast. It has been too long, DMV sports fans, but we are back. We are... We are in the saddle, and as we record this podcast, the world is getting ready for the NFL draft, so we will focus on that tonight as it affects the Washington Commanders, the Baltimore Ravens, some of the local talent that hopefully gets snatched up, um, and we will give our expert analysis. <laughs> well, the best part about this is by the time you hear this, you're going to know how wrong we were, so... God, that. I, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll dive into it hot and heavy here. We will talk our uh, Washington Capitals, much to Jerry's chagrin. I'm sure he would just like for the season to be over at this point. Uh, if they play Florida, they get swept. If they play the Rangers, they lose in six. Killer analysis, bro. We'll get to you later. <laughs> Speaking of which, it has been too long, so let's go around the room. Let's, uh, let's catch up a little bit. What is going on, Jerry? How are you, man? I'm fine, man. I'm ready to get ready to this mock draft. You Excellent. Guys, you guys did not want to have that. That was mock draft deflating. is like fucking uh, crickets, man. It is so goddamn boring. I'd rather just shoot the shit about how wrong we are about picks than actually do a mock draft. Um, you know, focusing on the teams, but whatever. Uh, we'll get there. So, what's going on uh, um, on the home front, man? You, uh, you're, you're coaching again. You guys have spring ball. Spring ball. Yeah. Nice. Guess who was up at school the other day? Yesterday, App State. Oh, cool! Yeah, who are they checking out? Anybody in particular? Coaching talent. They, they never will. <laughs> coaching talent. Yeah, any of your pupils, Jerry? <laughs> they never really tell me, except that my buddy texts me saying, hey, "We're going to be at school tomorrow." Like you couldn't get me head up because I just did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool, though. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's awesome. Yeah, right on, man. And Jeremy, what is happening, man? Not much. Great to see you, boys. Likewise, really likewise. Is. Did your uh, did your fun work week? Uh, is that in the rearview mirror? Or do you have more uh, more fun and games upcoming with the with that bullshit you had to go through? It's in the rearview mirror. Thank goodness. It's one of those things, though. When you want to be positive about it, it makes the rest of your life seem better because you're done <laughs> with that. So it's like yeah. after a root canal, you're like, yeah. well, at least that's over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's but you know because it's been bothering me for so long. It's gonna be so it's gonna be such a pain in the ass. Right. And it was, but it's over. Thank God. And we did. Thank we accomplished God. what we needed to do. So now ah, there you go, man. There you go. Onward and upward, exactly. as they say. And I am Todd, and again, we are Wings, Beers, and Tears. Give us a listen on uh, Google Play, Apple iTunes, wherever you find your favorite podcasts. We will be there talking DMV sports, usually weekly, except for this fucking like almost month-long hiatus we've had. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get right down to it. The NFL draft is tonight. You know, this is a cool time of the year, but now with the sports leagues doing playoffs differently post-COVID, I think everybody's kind of catching up and everything mm-hmm. else. The NBA is almost through their first round, which no one really knows because it's a fucking bore. But uh, right. the what? <laughs> hockey is finishing up the regular season this weekend. Um, playoffs start early next week. Our baseball teams are absolute garbage. Um, Terrible. On the upside, you can literally walk up and get box seats at either Camden Yards or Nats Park whenever you want to. And they'd be wise to pay you so that you go in and spend some money on beers. Because um, it's it's not a good product to pay. I will say I was impressed with the uh, Orioles actually selling out opening day. I mean, yes, there might have only been forty out of the forty four that showed up, but yep. I was like, wow. Yeah, 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 I mean, for I, sure. I mean, disaster since then, but I mean, well, they, I, had that. they have six wins. I didn't think they'd have yeah. six wins, and you know, <laughs> come like July fourth. I mean, uh, you know, seriously, they are like the Cleveland Indians for Major yeah. League. It's you look at that roster, aside from Mancini and you know, 
a couple others, yeah. you know, Mullins. Santander, yeah. you know, it's like, who the fuck are yeah. these guys? They're still shitty as they would say. <laughs> they are still yeah. shitty yeah, for sure. Who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> All right. So let's get to, um, you know, let's get to the King. Let's get to the NFL. Let's do it. Um, thank God. <laughs> George reminded me the other night. He was like, you guys are going to talk draft, right? I'm like, yeah, pretty much. That's all we're going to talk about. <clears throat> and he said, do you remember two years ago at this time when they did the, the COVID draft and it was Goodell from his basement, which is one of the worst television events ever. It, uh, I was hey, thinking about whoever's fans, you're on Zoom. <laughs> yeah. The Jesus lag Christ. time, everything was a fucking disaster. Well, it was a work. <laughs> I was thinking about that, and Goodell tonight is just, I'm not even going to turn it on until like 8.20. Just shut the fuck up and get the draft started. Quite honestly, I know you like to listen to the analysis because the guys are really, really good. I actually just put music on, and then I throw the draft on. Yeah. Which, you know, play play a game of cards or something, you know, with the wife and, and then, you know, uh, you know, hey, cool, this guy went second or whatever. I can't fucking listen to him. And it's the, every single team takes their a lot of amount of time in the first round. It's so, it, it, it's so dumb. So dumb. You shouldn't get more than five minutes. It's ridiculous. No. Right. Okay. What, what is the what is the time? Ten minutes each. Is it ten? Which okay. is good. For a while there was 15. Was 15. Yeah. That was taking It would take like six hours of the first round. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Well, that is the thing, though, right? They wanted to go to prime time on Thursday night, which I think is brilliant from a, a television marketing standpoint, but you can't have a six-hour fucking event. Three hours is plenty, you know, about yeah. the same time as a prime time yeah. game, right? So, all right, so let's get to it. Before we get to our teams, is there a consensus number one? I don't I, think so. I've, I've looked at, well, you know, I did my, my crack research consisted of looking at Todd McShay and, and the various pundits and their, and their boards, and I think I looked at six or seven of the big dogs. I don't well, think any of them had the same number one overall it was pick. Hutchinson coming in, but uh, I don't remember the kid's name from Georgia. The DN, yeah, Walker. Yeah. Walker is, is the Vegas. This morning he was plus or minus four hundred. Got it. Yeah, one, he's I, right. And that guy, he's he's the freak, right? In terms of his uh, athletic abilities, right? Yeah, he's 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 one of them on that Georgia line, but. Uh, um, yeah, he's, he'd be so stupid to take him over Aiden Hutchison. I it's, agree. It's a fucking right? classic people overthinking themselves, right. you know, because mm -hmm. this guy has longer arms. Who gives a flying fuck? Yeah, man? and again, I mentioned it probably six or seven weeks ago in one of the pods that he just crushed it at the Combine, and that was like all over Twitter, all over Instagram and TikTok was this guy's measurables and what he was doing, and here he is, the Vegas odds-on favorite to be the number one overall yeah. pick. And I, th I think the consensus is pretty much one of those two, though. Yeah. What do, you, what do you think, Jeremy? There's a couple guys potentially get up there, but I mean, I, you know, there is no, well, there's no quarterback. First of all, there's right. no quarterback that's even first round worthy, but the bunch will be drafted. But sure. Um, so that sort of takes the intrigue out of it. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think Aiden Hutchinson and Sauce Gardner are the best players in the draft. Um, but anybody that takes. Yeah, Trayvon Walker over Aiden Hutchinson, I think, is just freaking stupid. Well, it's Jacksonville, so it's very possible. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, a lot of these, even in here in Washington, the, people are just not as smart as you think they are. No. You know, I, and, and they talk themselves out of things. And, um, you know, I, it's just it, when I heard Trayvon Walker had surpassed um, Hutchison and a bunch of mocks, I just I don't understand. Yeah. You know, I understand him with the Georgia, and he's not bad. I'm not saying he's a bad player, but this Hutchinson kid is fucking unbelievable. He's incredible. And so he's I know that each team 
has a different philosophy when they draft, right? Their hierarchy is different. Some have traditional GMs. Other, others have, um, you know, kind of a, a general manager who's just a cap specialist who will say, hey, you can't take these guys long term. You can take these guys long, you know, all that kind of shit. At the end of the day, what do you have? About 100, 115 of these guys that are probably a legit day one starter. There are probably 18 to 20 first round grades on players. Got it. But and how far how far are you going in the draft? Sort of to, to Todd's point about oh they go five hundred yeah. right. But I mean how so many so guys so if you if, for one? for lack of a better comparison, let's say you twenty. That's it for the entire draft. I, wow. I think yeah. I mean it, because it, you get second and third and fourth rounders every year that are legit starters on day one. I guess my point is occasionally. Yeah. Okay, I guess my point is so all right. So let's drop it down. Let's say there's fifty guys. Let's say there's fifty guys that if you spread them around, they they, they plug in and they they can be a starter in the NFL. It amazes me that teams at seven, eight, nine are going to go get a quarterback that's a four or five year project. It's unbelievable. Yeah, you know. And I look at somebody like Washington, and we say it every year: they are so void of talent at key positions. They need to draft someone that's going to play right away, yep. and be impactful. Therefore, let's start off the the local discussion. I am fearful that they're going to do something really fucking stupid, and they're going to take Malik Willis at eleven. No way. I'm not. I, I, no way. No I, I hope it doesn't happen, yeah, but I've heard yeah. enough there's chatter. No, there's no chance. Yeah. All right. There's thank no, God. Mark, thank yeah, God. No I'm not at all. I'm not worried about that at all. I think if anything, you worry about taking overtaking, you know, or overdrafting somebody in the second round. Here's, I'd be surprised if it wasn't one of these three names in Washington, right? First, Chris Olave. Olave's my him. guy. They love him. Yep. Um, the he, Ohio State he, connection. They all love him. Well, he gets a lot of. Uh, he, he's he's not. A, I, I'm a little confused as to why some of the other guys are rated above him because he's smooth. He is. Um, Logan Paulson said the only knock on him is he, he's just not physical, and everybody in college plays mostly zone, so nobody was getting challenged at the line. Right. Um, so that was his one concern. Um, but God damn, that guy ran a four three nine. Um, he is very smooth. Has probably the best hands. Um, right. He's played big time ball. He's always been a star wherever he's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no reason why I think he wouldn't be. I think. I mean, so he. I think he's one because I think he'll. I think there will be a run on wide receivers before I, Washington. I think they'll. You know, the Jets will take one at eight, or like Atlanta will take one at eight. The Jets will take one at ten. Um, I think Wilson's going to go. I think Jamison Williams is starting to now. People are, are seeing that. The ACL is going to be back mid-year. Mm-hmm. I think you're a fucking idiot if you don't take him just because of this injury. Because right. you're just—it's a month out of a season, um, and then he's got four more years of greatness. Sure. I think he's the best one in the whole fucking draft. Uh, but I don't think they're going to take him. Uh, he won't be there. Um, and London, I think, is big, and he's more of like an H back. Um, and I think he'll be gone too. So I think Olave, they will take him. Is because, London the guy from USC? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Who so, won't run because he's not fast. Right. But he's big. He's 6'4". Oh, yeah. He's Jordan Reed. That's who his comp is. He's Jordan mm-hmm. Reed. Uh, and he fights for balls, and he's tough. So if I had to I, – I think Washington will take a wide receiver. Okay. Uh, I think there are four good wide receivers uh, who come in and start day one. Uh, I don't know enough about wide receivers to say who's better. From my eyes, I like. I think Alave. I, I think it goes uh, Williams from Alabama. I rate him the best. I like Alave second. 
I like uh, Garrett Wilson and then the kid from USC. But either one of them come in and start day one at wide receiver two for no, Washington. No question. Um, and if you're good, if you want to give Carson Wentz a chance, you have to get him more talent because they don't have a lot of talent. So with that being said, because I I agree with you, I if if I'm making the decision, I'm taking the best receiver that's on the board at eleven because I don't think you can go wrong with the four guys you just met, mentioned, and I don't think all four are going to be gone by eleven. I don't think all four will be gone, but I think no. three of them will be gone by 11. I think two of them will be gone. I think we're going to have our, our pick between two of those four. I really do. Either way, what's the McLaurin deal? I don't know. And, and that's, well, that's very worrisome. Last year, they signed Allen, what, in July? Yeah. Right before uh, sure. camp started. Mm-hmm. I think that's what you're looking at for the timeline. Okay. I think Washington is cash poor. I really do. I don't think they have money. Hmm. Well, I don't think they have money other than to sign McLaurin. Right. I mean, no, I'm not cap wise. I Just, don't think they have physically have money. Hmm. They have a terrible stadium, yeah. and people were talking about this. Owners with bad stadium deals, they have no cash. Right. They have no cash. Um, Mike Lombardi said when he was at the Raiders, they never gave out cash because they never had any cash. He said he was stunned when he saw these teams given like back in the day like six million dollars the day of signing. Mm-hmm. He said we can never do that. We'd have to move things around and wait 30 days. Wow. We just did not have the liquid. And I think Washington's the same way. They have no fan attendance. Their stadium's bad. Yeah. They don't get any revenue. I think well, they're cash for for the longest time, the only way to force Snyder out is to make him poor. And the only way to make him poor is not to go. Yeah. You know? So, but I, I do think that, so I think that's part of it. Mm-hmm. Nobody's talking about that, but I think that's part of it. Um, and I, another thing, it, it doesn't really count with McLaurin, but, you know, they're going to get comp picks. Mm-hmm. Um, for sheriff leaving, and you can't sign a bunch of free agents and still get a comp pick. So, combination of no cash available, uh, with the fact that why are we signing big time free agents? We don't have the money, and we really, really don't need them. Let's sign them after the draft. If you sign a free agent after the draft, it doesn't it doesn't hurt your comp. Understood. So they'll have a third next year. Okay, that's why with the just the Ron Payne shit, they're never gonna. Trade him? Why would they trade him? They're going to get a third if he leaves, right? And if so, why would they take a fourth this year? But they're going to get a third comp. Ah, so you, it's you, no. Give me a perfect. second, and if you don't want to give me a second, I'll let him play out next year. Makes perfect sense. Then go. So all right. So let's all right. Getting back to their picks. So let's say worst case scenario, there is a run on receivers, and all four guys are gone. Kyle Hamilton, hundred percent. Yeah, because that's that's my pick for them. It 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 would not bother me at all. I I I laugh at people who. He's gonna drop it. This guy's six foot fucking four. He's two twenty. He ran a four five nine, which, with his anticipation and awareness, and he's always playing downhill. It's like a four four. Would you Would you think for a second about going O line? Who? The kid from Mississippi State. He's he, gonna be gone. I, I understand that, but if all four receivers are gone, there's a chance he or the guy from uh, who's it? The kid from Iowa, and there's one more. Well, no, you're, you're I mean, never going to take the kid from Iowa the, at center. There's so. there's four four guys that probably go in the top ten, right? Or yeah. Three well, or four. all right. So the 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 linemen who there's three offensive tackles, mm-hmm. right? Who you would take? Right. The kid from NC State. That's the one I was thinking. Right. Of. Yeah. Yep. The kid Evan Neal from Alabama, mm-hmm. and this kid Cross from Cross. Mississippi State. Yep. Um, I think they're all gone. Um, I think if one of now I don't know what Rivera said. You take one of two positions, right? And this is sort of them piecing things together. And it could all be smoke, but he's really not that shrewd. So <laughs> it's a good you point. got Carson Wentz. <laughs> you got Carson Wentz. You need to get him either protection 
or playmakers. Right. You have to. I think that's a no-brainer, too. Right? If yeah. you want this guy to succeed, then you have to give him weapons. Yeah. And the thought was, is if there's a tackle there, then you could bump Cosme down to guard, yeah. and that does, then that eliminates all this, oh, my God, what are you going to do at guard? <laughs> right? Um, so that eliminates that. I still say at 11, you need to get a guy with the ball in his hands. Yeah. That's what it's got to be. It's got to be a wide receiver because they need help. And – even if Curtis Samuel comes back and you can't pay all three, Curtis Samuel is gone after this year because sure. there's no money tied. And, and, and here's the deal, man. Th- this NFL is now fast. It, it favors playmakers like you just said, and you don't have to have Aaron Rodgers. If you've got somebody competent who can spread the ball around and you've got guys that can make moves after the catch or, right. or you know make people miss, you, you, you can win some games, man. And, and they've been so, so desperate to get playmakers, and it appears there are some available. So, so that's where my heart is. I would, for the first time ever, please fucking take a receiver tonight. So, Jeremy, please. tell me why Kyle Hamilton's a good pick. Well, first of all, he probably won't be there, like you said. I don't think he'll be there. Um, I, just, I think that they need, you know, everybody talks about how bad the offense is, and it wasn't very good. Defense, defense sucked last year, too. So as much as I want a receiver, I went up, you know, I'm pulling the, what the Caps always do at the deadline. Hey, our, our injured guy came back. So Samuel ends up being the guy that they need a receiver. Mm-hmm. And I think you can probably still get a receiver in the second round as well, a decent sure. one. So I, the other thing I've been hearing more, I really didn't hear about it till today because everybody's talking about too tough to trade down because so many teams have first round, you know, two first-round picks. They, they're the ones who are going to trade down. There's going to be too much competition for trading down. Well, they're saying 11 through 14 is the prime trade-down spot. Yep. That's where people want to jump That's up. That's exactly right. We say it every year. It's a pretty much our favorite thing to say. I would love it if they traded down. I would too. Um, Me too. But – to Hamilton specifically, Jerry already described what's what's good about him. They do he's a monster. Need, he's a monster. They do need safety. He's probably top three talent in this draft. Uh, I, I think there's no mistake if you take him. Um, but I I would prefer a receiver as well. And from like all accounts, he is like Mensa. Yep. Like you're not going to have any trouble with this dude <laughs> off the which, field, which is a far cry from so many of the players. I mean, it's we, just you know, you know it, it, uh, people are knocking him. I think he people are knocking him so much that I think he will go early. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's the thing: I assume uh, you know people trade up. So the name, the whoever is falling, and here's who I think could fall, right? Jermaine Johnson. Okay, like he he was a he was a. Defensive Malibu end. disagrees with you. Yeah. <laughs> he was a defensive end from Florida State. Of course she agrees. I can't tell really. <laughs> um, and he got a lot of buzz early, ran a good combine. And Aren't there a bunch of really good edge rushers in yeah, this draft? Well, him, like a Thibodeau. ton, right? So yeah, Thibodeau was another guy yeah. who was supposed to be number one, and then now I wouldn't touch that cat if he was there at 11. I would be so disappointed if they drafted him um, because I, I just question his desire to play football. Huh. He's one of these dudes that's just a little bit weird. Um, and I, people think he's eccentric and think it's awesome, but when you need that motherfucker there at 7 in the morning and he gets there at 10, you just don't need the drama. Yeah. You got yeah, enough yeah, drama yeah. here. Um, but he could drop, right? And then I don't think anybody's trading up for a quarterback. I Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think anybody's <laughs> going to trade up for See, a quarterback. See, I think that's the real – it's almost like, you know, the, the draft doesn't start until that first quarterback goes off the board, and, right? And maybe, though – my favorite whole, my favorite player in the whole draft is Sauce Gardner. Uh-huh. I think he's he's a stud, dude. He's a starter day one. Watch him suck, but dude, <laughs> the guy has never had a fucking touchdown pass caught on him. <laughs> exactly, and I, and I know he played at Cincinnati, 
But Jesus still, Christ, they get to play football in that in that conference too. He's legit, man. Well, I mean, um, they've, uh, they've played at least a few big games because they've been good enough to get into good bowls and stuff like that. So, I mean, you figure he's going to get burned in one of those at least. Never happened. Never yeah. happened. Yeah. Um, no, I think he's a complete stud. <clears throat> it would just be so nice to get a game-changing player at a position that starts and that has some buzz. Doesn't have to be the rookie of the year, but maybe he's in the conversation in week ten or eleven. You know, so, so many of our rivals do that. You yeah. know, and it's like God. So if you could trade, I think my dream scenario is something like Pittsburgh wants to trade up, or someone in the teens wants to trade well, up. Pittsburgh's the one, right? You probably read the same things. It's yeah. the same trade last year that uh, Chicago yep. did to move up to get Fields, right? Twenty to eleven. And you get, you know, whatever, a second and a third and then a fourth next year or whatever it was. Right. And then you're still at 20. You can still get pretty much whatever position you want. Probably exactly. still receiver. Right. And, you know, I it, and if they want – because they, they, they've been tied to Willis sort of, but I don't know, maybe they would go pick it there because I've been hearing a lot of more – I mean, Pitt, he's from Pitt. Yeah. He is. I've, I've heard more and more traction on Pickett to, to Pittsburgh. You know the hometown boy. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I, would, um, I mean, I would love that. I well, mean, that would—that's the best case scenario because then now you have absolutely. now you have now you make up that Carson Wentz uh, pick. Plus, you could probably get a, another second, mm-hmm. um, and that's sort of your dream scenario. It is. And then the and then the wide receivers in the twenties um, is most likely you know Dotson from Penn State, oh, who I love, dude. Right, I. I hate Penn State. I love the player. Right. That guy's legit. And man. that kid from Arkansas. Yep. yep. And he's a big kid too. Uh he was he was the number one guy going into the combine. So he, yeah. he sort of dropped out. I'm not really sure why. I think it was speed, but I'm not hundred percent. Yeah. That's um what they said anyway. I don't know what he actually ran, but you know, and so you can get a good player down mm-hmm. there too. That's that's the dream scenario. However, from what everybody's saying, there's not gonna be a lot of people wanting to trade up. Um, right. And so everybody says you should just trade down. Well that's you, know? you need to have a partner. Yeah, you need to have a I'll partner. trade up to twenty. I'll trade up and I'll give you my first round pick, and then I'll give you my seventh round pick. Let's do that trade, right? So there's, yeah, it doesn't make sense, know. right? Exactly. So if you're stuck there uh, at eleven, I think it's going to be Alave, Drake, London, or Hamilton. Yeah, because I don't think any of those tackles are dropping. So my 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 scenario was Alave was my number one guy because I think he could be there. Fingers crossed, and if he is, I think you take him. Um, I think I think he'll be there. I really do. If he's I there, think he'll be there too. If he's there, I would prefer we just take him and be done. You know, yes, the trade down scenario is cool, but there's a lot of things that have to happen. So unless unless they're really sweet in the pot, and like Jeremy said, there's a precedent for it just last year. Yeah. So you know, if that's the going rate, and Pittsburgh's like, hey, this is the going rate, we May- we're we're afraid. Let's say Malik Willis goes like nine or something to Atlanta or whatever. Or eight, yeah. Or eight or wherever. Or nine Seattle. They both need quarterbacks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's say he's off the board and Pittsburgh starts going, fuck. All right. Pickett was our 1A. We need to go up and oh, get I'm, him. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. The best case scenario is if Carolina drafts a quarterback. Mm-hmm. At six. Yep. Now you're now you got now you're cooking with Crisco because yep. someone's going to panic and come up and get him. Mm-hmm. And then you're in danger that they're going to try to come up before you and get them. Absolutely. Right? I'm telling so. you, man, that quarterback, that first quarterback that goes creates so many like nervy moments for all the backroom staff of, of teams that are looking at quarterbacks. They're looking at the trade downs. They're, they're Plus, going, oh shit. Now you you're know? getting a, now you're getting a dude who was up on their board and he's dropping Yeah, because now, yeah. you know, the more quarterbacks that go, that's great. A hundred percent, man. And then, then, then your heart drops when the fucking uh, commanders take, 
Malik Willis. <laughs> you have everything well, set up. Dude, you that's have, what I started this whole yeah, thing with. I, I didn't say I, I think you. it's going to happen. It's it's a fear of mine. Oh, and I, I, well, if it happens, I'm turning off the fucking TV. <laughs> but you're you're going to come right over and do shots with me. Nothing. That's what you're do. <laughs> nothing so, I like Ron Rivera, but I don't trust his his personnel decisions at Look, all, man. man. I, I He's a professional. He's a good guy. What I like about him is he takes responsibility for being the, 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 the answer man. He goes, you come to me for an answer, I give it to you. And if he's wrong, he stands by it. I, I give him all the credit in the world. I think as a personnel guy, he's very average. But he's done best. some stupid shit. I agree. Now, I do think that, they, of course, he's a Carolina guy, right? That's Star Latouille, the mm-hmm. defensive tackle. Yeah. I think they have him lined up already. Mm-hmm. They were not going to sign him early because the, they would mess up the comps. So right. I think, you know, the tea leaves say that he's sort of your natural either back up to pain or you know, he, he takes settle or is a replacement. Exactly. Now, let's say this. Let's say Payne gets traded for a second-round pick, right? Like, like tonight. Tonight. Like tomorrow morning. Like, or right, like in the next hour, mm-hmm. right? And now you're on the clock. Now you have the Georgia defensive lineman. Mm-hmm. You can replace him with a better player or cheaper. Now you <laughs> that might be something you think about. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. Because that <clears throat> dude – can play 20 solid plays, uh, you, just like Payne plays. Dude, you bring up a really good point there. You know? Yeah. But they're not going to take him unless Payne is gone right. already. Right, right, right. So, man, um, so many, like, I, I love the permutations, you know? It's like yeah. a giant Venn diagram, and, and just it's so many different scenarios. I, I like Olave. I understand Garrett Wilson's explosive, and maybe he's more explosive. I don't know how to rate wide receivers. Olave looks pretty explosive to me. Olave looks like but legit Olave to me. Olave looks like a lot like Terry McLaurin, and everybody's you know not everybody, but people say, oh, you need Drake London because he's big, and and you know you already have McLaurin, dude. Kansas City had a bunch of freaking six foot wide receivers, sure. and you couldn't stop those motherfuckers, dude. right? Dude, remember when they had Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins? Yeah, you know, basically the oh, same. And fu- Nicole Hardman, and, and you guys Nicole running, get, get, sure. getting like explosive, yeah. like those crossing it, routes. And then it was a video game when they got out into the secondary and all just started crisscrossing. And, yeah. and Mahomes was like, "Oh, sweet, I can just loft right. it over here." You know? Right. Yeah. The what one thing Logan Paulson did say about Drake London, which intrigues me, is that he's so big that you don't have to throw a perfect ball because he'll he he can you know his arm spans out <clears throat> yep. here and he yep. can, he can make tough catches better than sure. anybody in the draft which is good for Carson Wentz cuz he's not accurate. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um so it would not I would not be disappointed at all if they drafted Wilson, Alave, uh uh Drake London, uh Hutchison. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um or uh Kyle Hamilton. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't either anybody's well, fine mm-hmm. or somebody that drops. What I don't want is another Jamin Davis where it's like, holy shit, right. you're reaching for that. Fucking well, that's guy. just it. At 11 with the way with the way everything looks like it's going to play out before them, even if we're even if we're wrong, they shouldn't have to reach at 11. No. And I think that's what I'm going to give them the kiss of death right now. There's going to be so <laughs> many guys available that, that would work for them. They can't screw it up almost because um, everybody. Unless they take Malik you know, Willis. Unless they take Malik <laughs> Willis. No, I mean, I think even Stingley, you know, if he falls to there is a guy you could probably. He take. scares me. So he scares me, fun. man. He's he had one amazing year and then two shitty years. It didn't play in the ball game. And now did he really want to? And apparent Logan Paulson knows more than I do, says that when he watches the tape, doesn't really like contact. Okay. We'll shy away from. Okay. Um, here's here is my fear. We get there. 
we got two or three guys that are who we're talking about, and they take someone like Trevor Panning, who the offensive tackle from like Northern Iowa. Oh, the Northern Iowa guy. Yes, that's actually the guy I was thinking of. Yeah. So they take someone like that's like fuck. He's like that's kind of a reach. He's a big motherfucker. So what? (laughs) So what? If he was that fucking good, he wouldn't have gone to Northern Iowa. I'll just be honest with you. Hey, man. He's got a 50-50 chance to be a good player. You don't take that fucking chance. In the, not 11. Not 11, man. All right. See, that's the kind of shit right there. That's the kind of shit that Ron Rivera will do. I know. And it's like, I know. fuck. I know. Why can't you just Look take the obvious year. fucking choice? Why, why is it so hard? Dude, why I'm do you have you. to show that you're the smartest guy out there? Mm-hmm. I'm going to find a gem. Fuck that. You got a dude that can right. play. Find a gem in the fifth round. <laughs> You like, know? I was all for good at that actually. <laughs> yeah. hey, I was all for them not trading up for Justin Fields because I think he's going to suck, right. and I'm not sure Trey Lance going to be any good. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm I'm fine staying away from those guys. But, sure. You know, don't take any more fucking projects. Agreed. Uh, I, that's I completely what that's, agree. That's what a kid like he is. He's a project. Yeah, I, I don't know enough about him. I just saw his size, and I saw oh, he's I, big. But I yeah, saw the, they're I saw all big. The, uh, I saw the Todd McShay thing on it. Todd McShay loves him. He thinks he's, uh, you know, well, whatever. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> but all I'm saying is you get all these different guys that think they know everything. And how can somebody's opinion differ so much? Opinions vary, Jerry. Opinions vary. They do. I get it. <laughs> now name the movie. <laughs> it's a roadhouse reference. Opinions right? vary. <laughs> and I don't understand why he got so pissed off oh, when he said a, that, right? Watch that scene. scene. He goes, it's well, opinions vary. And he acted like he had just insulted his mother. Oh, he kicked his dog. Yeah. It was so good. It's like, dude, it was oh, such man, an overreaction. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Opinions uh, vary. <laughs> Is she? Is she? Uh, it's so good. Um, all right. So, so Washington, obviously... The, the two biggest needs, receiver and offensive line, and they should have their pick of a legit player that can come in and start on day one. However, the intrigue of moving back, if there's an enticing deal, I think is that would be my favorite scenario. Yeah. You know, that would make me like, fuck yeah, we finally, you know, we were in that position. Like Jay just said, traditionally that 11 to 14, 11 to 17, whatever, whoever you listen to. <laughs> They say that's that that's where the sweet spot is because you see what the run was in in picks four through eight. Now, if you move back into the twenties, now you're talking about that offensive tackle from Northern. Well, there you go. What you're going to see if they or the they, kid from Tulsa, they drop back to the twenties and get a second round, and they take an O line and a linebacker with those two picks. <laughs> 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 totally. Uh, I mean, I, I I think they they just need playmakers, man. Yeah, they man. need guys with balls in the hand that that can help Carson Wentz because he's not. <clears throat> he's not a he's not he can't carry a team. He cannot. So so what do you think about Wentz? I mean, do you think do you think he's gonna mesh with uh I think he's with a top, Turner and I think with, he, yeah, I think he's a top fifteen quarterback. He'll make some fucking bonehead plays, but he'll he's competent and mm-hmm. he'll make some good plays and he can get the ball down the field. Yeah. Um, which is another reason why I think they want to go with speed more than size. Mm-hmm. Like I think if Drake London's there, they're still gonna take Alave or uh Williams or Everybody's talking about how they love Drake London, but I so here's the deal. I think he's fourth. I think London's fourth. It wouldn't shock me if he's the first receiver off the board, though. Oh, he's good. Don't so, get me wrong. Somebody's going to go, and they're going to see all the shiny characteristics, yeah. and they're just going to grab him. And well, and that would be great. For he would. He <laughs> he wouldn't run. He just refused yep. to run, and that. So that explains. He's a four. He's a four five, four six guy. And when you got all these other guys running four threes, sure. Um, 
the why why I love Alabama's wide receiver the best is probably a weird thing. I mean, obviously I saw him play and he could take, you know, everything to the house. Right. Um by the way, he played at Ohio State with Alave and, and, yeah. and yep, transferred. Right. Could you imagine those three in the same field? <laughs> um it's Christ. Why I love him because he was a gunner on Alabama special teams. teams. Ah. And that those are crazy dudes, man. And that's a good characteristic to have. Well, he's not afraid. Right, exactly right. He's not afraid. Well, you just he's mentioned physical. there's a bunch of guys that aren't physical, and then you got a guy and like And he's this. physical. Yeah, right. Like Drake London is very physical. <clears throat> Extremely right? physical. Because he's well, big. Well, again, he catches everything that comes to him. Yeah. Physicality, the size attributes, and the fact that he's not that fast. If you so. want a crazy dude, I think it's the kid from Arkansas. Because when you said uh, Williams a second, I was thinking it was him. I don't think so. He likes to go out into the country with a knife and kill wild boars. So I was I mean, thinking more of press coverage than like football. <laughs> I don't want a psychopath. Dude's got a shank in his uh, his shin, you know, under his shin pad. Just gonna fucking cut some motherfuckers. Um, yeah, well, I think I think receivers the way to go. If Alave's there, like I said, I, I just I'd assume not even use your ten minutes, take him, move on, and I'd be a happy camper. I with I guess on my board, I would I would like the Alabama. Receiver first, if, if mm-hmm. like all four on the board, I would take him first, and I would take Alave, uh, then I would take uh, Wilson, then I would take the gotcha. kid from USC. But I'd be fine with either one of them, yeah, or yeah, 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 a- yeah. any one of them. Um, I don't know how they rank them. I I like. I think Kyle Hamilton's going to be a good playoff player. If they got him, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be upset at, at least. I mean, he he comes in and he's a he's on the field for three downs. Sure, you never have to take him off. Sure, um, and he's smart. Um, and provides the best back, you know, and it's sauce gardeners. I mean, there's all kinds of things. Sure. What I don't want them to do is take someone who's projected to be 30th cons- by consensus, and then they're reaching for him. Well, like you said, the guy from Northern Iowa, like Jeremy just said, if they have the beautiful trade down scenario and they're 22 or 23 and he's there, that's not a bad pick. But it's completely different at 11. It's different at 11. Yeah. Because as, uh, um, who was it? So some scout who's pretty well known says generally there are fifteen to eighteen kids that are actual first rounders. Okay, with first round grades, like most of the guys from twenty below, they're not first round grades. Well, shit, man, any re- any quarterback that goes in the first round this year, they're not a first rounder. No, this quarterback no, class sucks. What? Well, yeah, I think they're even saying this year that you, you don't even have that many guys with first round. You get about Maybe ten not. or twelve that have first. Ten round. or twelve. So yeah. so if you really want those dudes, you're in a position to get them because someone's going to drop. Sure, sure. Um, I just hope it's not the kid from Oregon who I oh, Thibodeau. Yeah, I'm nah. not really sure where they use him anyway. I mean, they got Sweat and yeah. Chase. Now nah, he's again, he's a, he's a nice shiny object, but I just don't know that he fits fits he's, the decor. He scares know? me, man. Yeah, yeah. All, All right. right, so you want to move on to the Ravens, real quick? Ravens. Here's the the big ta- ta- defensive tackle from Georgia. Is the consensus experts say he's going to Baltimore at okay. 14. Um. That's where they are, 14? 14. Okay. And I would say the mocks that I looked at, um, including the guys in the know, you don't look at them for their, you know, I don't get on NFL.com and look at them for their genius. I get it because they're getting intel from people. Sure. Right? And most of those guys project uh, Jordan Davis to go to Baltimore, um, which would be fucking insane. Because remember, they had uh, Haloti Nada. Yep. And then recently, who was the, the, the defensive uh, shit? They had that nose guard that was there for like 10 years. And yep. he, he's gotten old. But they just 
they eliminate anything up the middle, and then you can attack the edges, and that's why they're so fucking I good. I swear to God, Baltimore could pick fourth, 24th. They might not even have a first-rounder, and their first pick always hits. It always yeah. hits. They I mean, get a guy that they plug in, and he plays every They're time. smart because they don't overthink things, and they're yep. patient. Agreed. Right? I mean, when they got Patrick Queen, I was like, fucking kidding me? I'm like, exactly. God damn it. <laughs> you know? So they got Patrick Queen in the 20s. And we got fucking Javon Davis. I mean, it's just not fair. The second, <laughs> the second most <laughs> mocked not. guy to him is Jermaine Johnson because they think Jermaine Johnson slides. Florida okay. State edge rusher. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, Florida yeah. State edge rusher, defensive end. Yeah, so he's super athletic. He's I like really that guy. good, yeah. right? But but uh, you know he's starting to slide a lot. Um, they now need the Georgia kid. If he's, I mean, he's a lock for Baltimore at fourteen if he's there. I don't know if he's locked, but that's what most people think. Yeah. He just fits their mold. hundred <clears throat> percent. And the AFC uh, East runs the ball. Yep. And so he's sort of in the black and blue division, sort mm-hmm. of it, it fits their identity. Right. Um, space eater. Um, but they, they also need offensive linemen if one of their linemen drop. Um, I just really don't think the offensive line is going to drop. The, the, the only three offensive linemen I would take, I think, are pretty much locks for the first round. Yeah. I mean, Evan Neal. Mm-hmm. Neil and Cross. I mean, and Cross, Cross is the probably the best pass protector of all of them, I think and that's what everybody too. wants. And, yeah, and everybody loves the kid from NC State because mm-hmm. he's apparently just a dog. Yep. And so I, I don't think they're getting out of the top eight. Right, gotcha. Gotcha. Well, again, I mean, how many how many picks does Baltimore have overall? Do you, you have that handy? I did because um, Washington has, as it stands right now, six. they have six. Right. Most I think, people, I think they have seven, like an extra seventh rounder or something. But no, they have six. But they have that, six. Okay. yeah, I think they're gonna they'll, they'll most likely move from that second round and pick up some more third rounders. So that's, gotcha. That's what people if they're gonna they're gonna move to pick up new pick, more picks. Right. Right. Um, I thought when they said Deron train, they're not gonna extend Deron Payne. That was sort of a signal with Deron Payne. Uh, working in unison. To, all right, let's get me a team. Mm-hmm. You know, one of those. Hey, we need a second. Go see if you can get it. Type thing. Got it. Um, hey, that would not be the worst. That would not be the no. worst thing in the world. You know, no. I'd so, be fine with that. And and you know, I, you would like to do it before the draft so you know what to do. Sure, but, sure. Um, I think that six to seven pick uh, allotment is perfect. I really do. Yeah, it, it's you know, tough to deal with that many more guys on that. Well, I mean. Money yeah. wise, or whatever I forget what team wise. it is has like thirteen this year, and somebody's like, "Oh, I have 13. I'm like, "Have you seen the fucking <laughs> roster size in the NFL?" I, I hate to tell you, but so uh, Zerline or it was either him or the guy on NFL said everybody in the fifth round on twenty percent chance of making the team. Mm-hmm. It's the 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 draft. The value is rounds two and three. Mm-hmm. Every maybe in the fourth, but everything fifth on. He uh, uh, what's his name? Um, one of the guys said he would just dump. He'd be dumping picks and try to get him for next year. Sure. Well, that's because yeah, with the 13 picks, I mean, you, you've got to figure, not that I know what the hell I'm talking about, but they only <laughs> end up with like eight or nine because they, they trade up or exactly. trade next year or whatever it is. Use that as collateral yeah. for sure. I mean, just draft capital. to Jerry's point about, you know, fifth round and, and, and after, it, it depends on the draft year, but I've heard that same thing from Kuiper back in the day, and he said you're almost better off being an undrafted free agent a yep. lot of times because then teams are are seeing what's there. Their board's done. Their, their matrix of player personnel is up there, and then they go, hey, how about that running back from NC State? Let's get that kid on the roster because he can play teams. He can do this. He can do that. And that's how guys like, you know, 
Jerk. Funk, yeah. Jared, you know? Jared Patterson. Jared Patterson, sure. So, and so, I know Funk got drafted, but point being, the difference between him in the seventh round and an undrafted free agent is, is minuscule at yep. that point. So the Ravens have ten picks. Ten, a- okay. Including five in the fourth round. Oh, okay. So they, they'll probably be moving. Oh, yeah, man. That's great collateral. And their, their top needs, according to this website, are cornerback, edge rusher, defensive line, offensive tackle, center. So, don't they need some playmakers too, though? Yeah, I, I don't think they need – they don't have wide receiver listed here. So. Interesting. And they may need a quarterback. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they'll worry about that next year. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. But if a team like Baltimore wanted to trade up to 11 to get somebody, if someone drops. That's right. Let's say they wanted to get that – the kid from Oregon. What's his name? <laughs> Thibodeau. 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 Um, maybe they, they'll give up a third rounder to go from – wasn't he a character 14. in Fletch somewhere? <laughs> he may have been. <laughs> it may have been Fletch Lives. <laughs> Maybe the second one. <laughs> Fletch. Yeah, it would have been Fletch Lives. 6'6 six, six with an Afro 6'9. <laughs> Pretty good ball handler. Um, yeah, so may, maybe if he drops, maybe they trade up and they'll mm-hmm. give up one of their third rounders. So if you're Washington, you drop back three mm-hmm. spots. Right. And now you can get a pick up an extra third. That That's something to think Something like that think about it. i'd prefer them to do that uh not drop huge right but well actually i like that idea yeah because you know? they don't have a third rounder this year so it'd be nice right. to add that and then you'll still get somebody that's pretty good right you just don't want to get you know you don't want to get caught having to draft somebody who's not high on your board in a position of need mm-hmm. it's always best position best pair player available in a position of need right well, so. honestly, and this not to be a dick to Jamin, but you just don't want that to happen again. Yeah, I mean, you can't have that this year. I mean, I think yeah, I think he can still play, but I just he obviously was not a day one starter. What you need to get, yeah, this year, right? You can't you can't reach. So if they do that again, if the if there is a if my first reaction to their pick is what <laughs> you know, even though I was sold on it, shit, I thought I thought he was Jamin Davis was going to be the rookie of the year. Because I thought, well, with that defensive line, they must see something that mm-hmm. nobody else sees. <laughs> um, but I just think it now they certainly did not yeah, play. Now out they that were way. now they, they were did, <laughs> now they were just reaching, right? And it was a misevaluation. Yeah. And the whole mm-hmm. year on defense was just dreadful. It was, it was a very strange defensive. Like, I don't know if Del Rio's. I mean, he. I thought him. He was like one of the top defensive coordinators, and by the end, I was like, this guy fucking sucks. <laughs> well, but, I'll tell you what, though, it didn't hurt that when the offense picked it up a little bit. Less time of possession for the defense, or more time of possession for the offense, less time on the field for the defense. They look better. Big oh, they shot. look better, yeah, but I shot, thought they right? would be like top yeah. five. Oh, like, no, but still, they holding people like 17 yeah. points a game. With yeah, they wins, were compl- they the, hope they're better. The, the first six, seven weeks of the year were complete dog shit. Awful. You know, and I don't think anybody saw that coming. No. Chase Young sucked. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just didn't see it coming. But so, you know, I have all the confidence that the picks that Baltimore makes will most likely hit in mm-hmm. the. I'm less confident yeah. about Washington. Hey, man, if That's Washington can get two or three of their picks to be legit, yeah. I'll be happy. You know? They just – they really need to get – they really need to hit on a playmaker who comes in and is a stud. Agreed. Not some guy who, like Cam Sims, where you keep talking about how he's going to be great. And mm-hmm. We got Cam Sims. Who gives a fuck about Cam Sims, man? Jesus right. Christ, dude. He's been in the league four years. He's got like four catches. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean, I, I – Stop trying to sell me on that. Jerry. It's consistent, Jerry. I like consistent. Cam, but I honestly couldn't care less right now. We need If he's back, it's fine, but 
I'd rather replace See, him. See, that, that's just it. He's perfectly fine. And if you want to argue talent that he's an NFL or you're probably right, well, but he's a fringe true. guy. Yeah. You know, and if you're plugging him in as a difference maker, you're not very good no. offensively. No. And I mean, I um, can, hey, you know what? Again, if you want to go all in on Carson, that he'll, he'll be a huge difference maker. Maybe a guy like Cam, all these guys maybe show more because you do hear from Turner sure. that they didn't have the options downfield because of, uh, you know, Heineke's arm. If that's true, then maybe he has more of a role. But I'd still rather improve on just the pure talent. Yeah. You have to get talent. Just get talented. Just get just talented. Get talented. Um, yeah. Now, uh, you know, if someone drops and it's <clears throat> it's too good to pass up, then I understand, right? Sure. But don't, sure. don't draft in a position of non-need. Everybody, you need everything, but a non-need with a player you're reaching for. But that player, whoever it is that drops, and it's like, oh, my goodness. Again, hopefully that's incentive for someone to trade up for him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well said. Well said. All right, man. So it should be fun. Draft in T minus uh, right. hour and ten minutes. Give me your pick right now. Who's going to be? Um, I think it's going to be Alave. I think it's going to be Alave. I'm going to stick with Hamilton. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So when uh, when they take Malik Willis, we can all we can oh, all do a, a Zoom cheers and then go to bed angry. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just laugh my fucking ass. I might off. do eleven shots if they take Willis. <laughs> <laughs> One shot for every pick yeah. uh, that preceded him, and uh, you know that nah, that would be a complete disaster. I mean, you know, it would just be more of a comical to yeah. me. I would just like these guys just don't have any touch of reality. All right, all right, all right. So let's uh, let's wrap up uh, the 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 evening with uh, with an NHL playoff talk. Sounds like a plan. So pretty simple here for the Caps, man. Two games left. You get uh, you get three points, or I guess technically, if they win both games and get four points, they're a lock for the three seed. Uh, might even, oh yeah, yeah. Do they have to go all four, or is it just three? Get, I think I think it is all four because Penguins have the tiebreaker. They do have the tiebreaker, and, and they're they one up right more, now. And they're they can only they can get two more, and they're one up. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, if you yeah if you get four points, it's you, okay. play the, you play the Rangers. Right. Yeah. All right. Who who would you rather play? Just off the cuff, Jerry. The choices are Florida. Or the Rangers? Rangers. Jeremy? I think Rangers only because the biggest problem is our goaltending stinks, at least in, in terms of more than for one game at a time, and Florida just can score. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to take a very anti-Todd approach here. I'd, I'd like to see. I, I don't think it really matters. Caps aren't winning their first-round series. After the bowl of shit that I've seen from no, Samsonov in the last yeah. two weeks – Vanacek is at best a two and a half goals against guy. They're going to get run right out of the playoffs if they play Shesterkin with the Rangers because they're not going to be able to fucking score. We're not going to keep them from scoring. And if it's a shootout with Florida, we have an outside chance to make it five or six games. But that's about it. So we're not going to fucking win. Here's what I'd like to see. I'd like to play the Rangers because I'd like to say, hey, we lost to the best goalie in the league because I think I – I overvalue Shesterkin a little bit. He's had one of those magical years. He's the best goalie in the NHL right now. We, we live, lose to them, fine. I want fucking Pittsburgh to draw Florida and get swept. We, <laughs> we live rent-free in the Rangers' head still. Completely agree. And, and, and I understand in regular season stuff, it doesn't matter, but when everything starts tightening up and, and Wilson's out there pounding dudes, they're going to get out of their fucking game. They're, they're not used to winning. Um, I think if we play Florida, I could be I could be 100% wrong. If we draw Florida, I think it goes six or seven games. 
I think it's a high-scoring affair. I think the Caps score a lot of goals, and I think we stay in those games. I think if we play the Rangers, we're done in four or five. That's just what my gut I tells think, me. I think the exact opposite. Got it. If we play Florida, it's not even going to be close. And George, George thinks like you do. He's like, he thinks that I overvalue Shesterkin, which is true. But he's like, we are, we are a thorn in their side. He goes, that series is going to be a bloodbath, and it's going to go long, and it's going to be drawn out, and the Rangers don't want to see us. They don't want to. That's, no. that's that's what George's take was. I agree with G and, and Jerry on that. I mean, again, I do think Shesterkin is fantastic, but I think that it, this is probably completely ridiculous thinking, but seven games, hopefully, potentially against them, you know, it's a little bit easier to have a good scouting report. You change your game a little bit sure to make enough. sure you're moving him around, this, that, and the other. All it takes is one or two bad games from him, and you got a chance. Now, one or sure. two of his perfect games, and this, you do get swept probably. Sure. But also, what's the Rangers' biggest thing this year? Power play. We know power plays are generally reduced in the playoffs. Um, it gets so, dried up, man. Yep. So, and again, rent-free in their head, all that, I think there's a chance. Okay. Now, I think there's a chance against Florida, too, because Florida can't stop anybody either. Mm-hmm. And the Caps can score. Sure. So, I just think that, again, being positive, Jay, I'm going to say no matter who they play, they do have a chance. But we can't have the performances we've been seeing out of the goaltending, and I do think the, the most of the bad ones have been Sammy, and if we go with VV, you know, I think we'll have a chance. I just think they, they've – the Caps have gone the youth route with the goalies. They've given each guy a fair share to, to take the reins in goal, and I don't think either is a legit number one goalie. And I didn't – I wouldn't have thought that a year ago because they didn't have the opportunities. They've been given the opportunities. Yep. I'm with you, man. Yeah, well, um, especially – and this is really, I think, what you're saying, legit number one on a playoff team. Correct. I mean, they're fine. But, I mean, if you want to win a series or two eh. – There you go. Right. <laughs> if it's Jersey and they're in the middle of their rebuild, either one of those guys is a perfectly <laughs> right, right. fine fit. Which know? one of the guys has the better chance of getting hot? I think Banachek because of his consistency – but his hot isn't going to be steal a game with 40 saves. Yeah. It's like we always say, Samsonov's hot is better than Vitek's hot, but he also will do what he did, and I'm not as quite as critical of it because it was such a clusterfuck of a play, that one goal the other night. <laughs> um, I just that's what, was, <laughs> what he was doing pirouettes. Yeah, yeah. That should only happen about once every 20 games. He just did it, so we should be good for a while. Um, <laughs> it's, it's embarrassing. Who's, who's, in, off, who's in that tonight? Vitek. Vitek, yeah. Um, and no Ovi. Well, here, here's the other thing. If Ovi, if Ovi's shoulder is as bad as I think it is, I don't really think it matters. Well, that's true. But I, yeah, I mean, he did. Uh, Lavillette did say yesterday that if the playoffs started now, he would be dude, playing. He well, fucked he, it up, man. At, yeah, as in yesterday, he wouldn't have played. But he was out there today in a non-contact or in a contact jersey. So now, that's because he's a big dumb animal. Yeah. But well, anybody right. that hits Ovi, even in a contact jersey, deserves to get hit yeah. head with a fucking stick. Well, in the f- unless it's Tom Wilson. I'm thinking <laughs> it's. I mean, I know it's not great, and I think we'll find out when the season's over. Hopefully, it's not more than two weeks away. But I have a feeling it's one of these things he can probably strap up and shoot up, and he'll be okay because mm-hmm. he's a big dumb animal. Um, I don't think anything's broken. I don't think you know. I think. Uh, I mean, I, he's not playing in these last two games. He's not playing no, tonight. No, he's no, not no, definitely no. not playing last. I game. think it popped out. And yeah, so I mean, you can. Just pop I think it back popped in. out and popped at, back in. Yeah. I think it's painful as hell. I think they give him one of those big ass harnesses mm-hmm. that limits your mobility a little bit. As long as he can get his shooting stride down and get the velocity on the shot, you say you hit with the other shoulder and just give us what you got. Yeah. Uh, don't think it's enough though. No, yeah. I mean they're not. They're not very good. <clears throat> they're, they're just not very good. Like well, I, well, they're not good. They're they're not good enough to beat Florida. To beat, but 
It's to the, beat the, Toronto. Or the to beat run, Carolina. the run is over. We we need to shell as many guys as we can, other than Ovi, and start to rebuild. But uh, yeah, I don't know how fair not very good is though, because what is it since I don't know since March first they have you know third in points percentage in the entire league. Yeah. So I mean you know they're not very good. Yeah, third's <laughs> not very good. You're right behind only Florida. Well, yeah, I mean, but you but know. you know fucking. Since the last game, the Islanders have are one and zero, and you know they're awesome. We're right? talking two months though, not one game. And that's yeah, the entire playoffs. But they've months. also lost a bunch of shit games against a bunch of shit teams too. Sure. Well, those teams aren't in the playoffs, so. I, I I've been saying scrap it, but it's over, dude. Well, you're not, it's you over. Can't scrap anything right now, anyway. No, so. not now. I'm just so. saying in the off season, you need to unload fucking contracts and and start to rebuild. Now, it'll be interesting to see. Now on the goalie front. I know Japers is he's he loves his numbers and he's been floating this out there. But his latest thing oh, is Copley. Copley. Copley's had a sub two goals against for two months. Two months. Sub one five, maybe the last couple of weeks or something. I know it's the AHL, but like what do you got to lose? Shots if, are shots, right? Correct. If Sam Sonoff's doing pirouettes and you know got his thumb up his ass, and if VTech is basically just he's two to three goals every single game, what do you have to That's lose? That's what my buddy at the gym who uh, who follows the Caps and loves the Caps, he's saying Copley. I mean. Copley's the guy for the playoffs. You know, we've all seen. Who's the guy from Ottawa that came in? The Hamburglar. Remember that guy came in? And just they caught lightning in a bottle, and they won a couple series. Was it Hammond? Hammond. Yeah. Um, and he literally was not an NHL goalie, but he mm. played for about a month and a half at an elite level. And if if they, if you got a guy in the roster, what the fuck is preventing you from putting him in? Yeah. Well, I, I honestly think the the talk about Copley is more about if one of these guys gets hurt, they have no problem bringing him up. And if you have to play him again, it, it's fine. I just think Vitek. Loose. I just I mean, think Vitek's the guy. Okay, it's that simple. Yeah. Well, all right, he better play well tonight then. You know, well, you, well for our sake, because otherwise, yeah, that it's a that's a basically a disaster if he blows. <laughs> I actually had the thought the other night because that game just went south quickly. There, I was like, what if you just pack it in the last two games and say fuck it? Does it really matter? No. I think they'd rather play New York to have a puncher's chance. I think so, chance. too. Well, no, I, I think you know, so, too. We talk about it every year with the NHL. It's not like other sports where really – I mean, yeah, you sit a guy if he's hurt or, or nicked up or whatever, but you're not going to generally sit half the roster. I know Boston did that one game against us last year, but you, these guys want to play. I mean, they're going to be off for two or three days or, or four days after the last game anyway. Right. So, I mean, I think what you do is you roll four lines, limit ice time, Sit two or three if you can, but you're just you're not going to go more than that. I don't. Think. Who did they play the last game? Rangers. <laughs> yeah, they played the Rangers. And they the they'll sit right. Why why would they play their fucking? Well, that's, that's a, I, it is, it, I wonder. Do they care at all? Right. And then who, who does the Pittsburgh playoffs? play? They play Pittsburgh plays Columbus tomorrow. Tonight tomorrow. Night? Uh, tomorrow. Yeah. I think yeah. it's Columbus. I'm not yep. sure. Yeah, they play Columbus tomorrow. Um. And if they get two points, which they should against Columbus, yeah, that's what you got to assume. Yeah. <clears throat> well, if the Caps don't win tonight, it's pretty much over. Right. Yes. Right. I mean, again, they, they got to get yeah. two points. Yeah, yeah. Got to get two points. So you got to win in any fashion. It doesn't matter. Yeah, right. That part you know? doesn't matter. Right. Um, Perhaps we uh, Laviolette in his wisdom should not be putting defensemen out there in the shootout uh, early. Um, the dumbest thing. No, no, this isn't a shot against you. It's a shot against all these dumbasses on Twitter. Oh, it could be a shot against me. <laughs> nah, I, I have, there's plenty of those. This isn't really one of them. Uh, the dumbest thing you can do is complain about shootout deployment. That's what the dumbest thing in hockey you can complain about. Because what, what matters in the playoffs? Certainly not that. So who fucking cares? 
Well, if yeah. you're trying to win the shootout, it seems like you put your best shootout guys. Well, that's and I don't I, think I, TVR is one of your best shootout guys. Well, then then Laviolette's a fucking moron, which I don't think he is. Because why would you put it? Why he's not trying to lose unless he's trying to lose for some reason, like so they can play Florida. I don't know. I don't know. No, it's, it's, it was it's, just weird. It was weird. Fun, but again, they do those guys roll those shootout drills. I don't know if it's every practice, but I think it's at least every other practice. They know who the better, best shootout yeah. guys are. They do. I actually thought <clears throat> it was a shame we didn't get the second point there because I actually thought we played quite well against Toronto. I played um, very well because Toronto was playing well. They were buzzing. Yeah. They were they were getting their chances, and I actually thought we outskated them for a good portion of that game. You know, um, but that's like the little. So, Dangle, well, it dangles I, the little thing in front of you. And then I showed it I showed three one on my phone, put it down. I was like, I ain't watching because here's my theory: if they come back and lose, I don't want to fucking see it because I get angry and I won't be able to sleep. <laughs> and if they win, then I, they're expected to win because I think they're going to win. <clears throat> and when I turned it back and they had lost, I, we watched a uh, show. Turned it back four three shootout loss. I threw my fucking phone. <laughs> well, one I was so mad. <laughs> This can be the last point if we want, or we can keep going. But one of the things I wanted to point out, just because I'm sure Jerry wouldn't be paying attention for this, and I really wouldn't either, but I feel like it's my obligation. Since they traded for Johansson, the the shot quality and like you know and things like that have gone up a lot. So I'm I'm sure Jerry's very shot quality. You know who uh, Alan May said has basically been the best cap. The last he's a drunk. Do you know who he said has been the best cap the last eight weeks? Who Anthony Mantha. No, I, I do I do see that, yeah. He's playing well. Yeah, I agree you know who's too. been the best cap last year? Away? Ovechkin. <laughs> Motherfucker. 15 years. Yeah. God, he's such a beast, isn't he? God damn. All right. We're, we're so blessed. We're get, so blessed. We, are. we were. We were blessed. <clears throat> we're still blessed. God damn out. it, Jerry. All right, let's, let's He's going to get the fucking record. Let's sign off and welcome Chris Alave to Washington. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So, Wings, Beers, and Tears, we will talk to you next week. We will see how right or wrong we were about the draft. We'll probably make fun of Washington no matter what. Oh, um, when they draft Trevor Panning. <laughs> My head is going to fucking explode, boys. Uh, we will see. We will see. So, Wings, Beers, and Tears, see you next week. Peace. See you.